South African photographer Bonila Bam is exhibiting a collection of his black and white photographs in an exhibition at the University of Johannesburg entitled Mandela's Roots Revisited. As the country celebrates a hundred years since former President Nelson Mandela was born, Bam takes us onto a journey into the landscape which shaped Madiba. Bonila Bam joins us to discuss what's behind this collection of stark and haunting images. Vanille, thank you so much for joining us here. Uh, Madiba must have been one of the most photographed people in the world, and you were among many who took pictures of him, of course. But this particular exhibition is intriguing because he's physically absent, yet still present in this collection. Uh, yes. I took a decision in 2003 when I, was, when I visited the Nelson Mandela Foundation I heard Matiba uh, talk about his struggles, and I was inspired to hear how he grew up in Eastern Cape. So I took a decision to go to Mvezo and Kun and trace his roots, and I was inspired by the by the journey. And he, he was quite literally connected to the landscape you depict in these photos. I understand his umbilical cord was buried in the yard of what used to be his home in 1918. How did going back to that point of his origin speak to you as a photographer? It tells me as a photographer, we need to be able to, to be witness and document, you know, what you see to teach other people who might have not experienced uh, what you have seen. So it changed my life to see the ruins that were the foundations of Madiba's uh, home. And Mandela, as somebody who grew up with uh, one parent and his mother was in Kunu, but it told me, it, it, it taught me that <laughs> as a photographer, you have a responsibility to share what you have witnessed. And that was very, very uh, inspiring for me to be able to be at that uh, advantage to see where Mandela was, was born. Yes. I mean, you, you went on this quite intimate journey into his childhood when you embarked on this project. How were you received by the people of Mvezo and surrounding areas? On my arrival in Mvezo, um, I met the elders in that uh, community. Some of them were not sure what I was there for. But I told them that I was there to uh, tell a story about Madiba. They welcomed me and uh, they told me about stories, you know, of how it was growing up there. And uh, they also gave me permission to go uh, to these places like Mvezo and the Kuni and Mkagezwini. So it was uh, uh, a journey where uh, I got to learn about the place. And also, uh, it was also important for me to share my story so that people can be able to understand where I came from. Mm, that's interesting indeed. How deeply do you believe Madiba was formed by the places you photographed and his interaction with them? Mm, can you repeat that, Jonathan? I was just wondering how deeply you believe that Madiba was formed by the places you photographed and how he interacted with those places. Uh, because Madiba was somebody who grew up like as an ordinary person and the places where he grew up were simple and he lived an ordinary life mm -hmm. and those people that grew up with him helped him to be where he, where he was uh, there's a term in 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 a rural area that 
when a child is born, that child is part of the village. And Madiba was also part of the people that were, were living in those villages. So uh, to me, that, 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 that was, was the inspiration. As a photographer, what sort of other material are you interacting with as you are on this journey? Were you reading about Madiba's background? What, what sort of sources were you absorbing in, in order to, shall, I, shall we say, feed that input into your pictures? The, the Long Walk to Freedom was one of uh, the books that I read. And at the same time, I was watching some documentaries just to get to know you know, the places, and also to hear the stories. Um, and also talking to people, you know, just to get more uh, information about where Madiba came from. Yes. So uh, those basically uh, the information that I got uh, in order to, to, to create this story. You know, it's interesting to me when, when I look at your pictures and I look at, at pictures that other people have taken of, this, of similar areas. Uh, Mvezo, Trunu and other places are often depicted in, in other photographs as quite green, uh, picturesque, benign landscapes. Your photos, by contrast, are in black and white. Uh, some of them are quite stark. They're very dramatic. Some of them quite mysterious, you know, with the mist rolling over the hills. At times, they're, they're quite hard and desolate. Is that the way these these landscape features spoke to you? Uh, you know, in, in, in these places, you will sometimes find that uh, <clears throat> that when you get there, you find that uh, the people uh, live like in, in, in like in the same way that uh, people were living like uh, in more than hundred years ago. Yes. So I wanted, by using a black and white film, to sort of tell a story, you know, like uh, as, 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 as it was before. So I wanted to go back and, uh, and, and, and show the feeling of the place. Because yes. by using color, I thought that uh, color will be just too beautiful and it will not tell uh, the story like the way I wanted to. It, it almost gives the impression that those are places frozen in time. That's correct. But before you went to take these photos, uh, Bonile, you, you spoke about how you met and interacted with Madiba. What was your relationship with him like? Um, when I met Madiba, uh, he felt like somebody who was very warm, welcoming and friendly. But at the same time, he was somebody that was uh, very uh, intelligent, and uh, being in the same room with Madiba was really uh, felt. I felt I felt very very uh, shaky because I didn't know what to do. But my, my, my after shaking his hand, yes. I felt uh, very inspired. And uh, that was uh, something that motivated me to think about telling a story that I have not seen before. What did he say to you? I'm trying to think of, of the words, the, uh, the expression that he used, uh, almost implying that a camera is a kind of gateway to the world. Yes, after shaking his hand, he said to me, uh, young man, I'm happy to see you. I'm glad you came. You must treat a camera like a king it will open many doors for you. That I did not expect, of course, 
but that was in my that was really like a, 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 that changed my life you know that statement yes has it proven to be true has has photography been a, a key that's opened many doors to you indeed uh, in my genius I saw that uh, like uh, a camera uh, became like a passport because it, it has taken me to many places and as a result I've been able to to, to get to see you know uh, other parts other parts of the world as a result of a camera it's interesting that despite the fact that you've traveled so much you've taken such interesting varied pictures of different places and yet you choose to return to the Eastern Cape. What is it about that landscape that attracts you? Uh, coming back here, having uh, spent most of my time in Johannesburg, I saw that there are hidden stories that needed to be told. And uh, there is something uh, special and peaceful about these uh, rural settings. And therefore, I wanted to make it uh, uh, <coughs> my uh, responsibility to tell the stories of the people who some of them are neglected because you know as a photographer I am between myself and the camera and the subject and therefore I have to share the stories with other people and uh, this experience has helped me to learn about myself and also to discipline myself because through talking to people, I got to understand them and also understand uh, more about myself. You know, looking at your pictures, they, they are all so beautiful and so precisely recorded in a way that, that it, it makes it difficult for me to decide which, which picture I love more. Is it a picture of, of the vastness of the mountain where Madiba grew up? Is it the, uh, the starkness of a, of a tree? Uh, is it the, uh, the ruins of the home where Madiba grew up? I, I know your photographs are probably all like your children, so, so it's a, a, a tricky question, but, but is there a particular photograph of, of special significance to you in this collection? Uh, it's difficult, of course, to, <laughs> to choose one picture because there's a lot of them. Because when when I uh, traveled, you know, around those areas, it was uh, difficult for me to to connect with with, uh, with a specific picture. But I can say that the rooms where Madiba was born, they they they, they, they spoke to me because now uh, they don't exist because. Uh, the family has built uh, another rendezvous on top of the of the rooms, so that site does not exist. So I will say that uh, without uh, ignoring other uh, sites that I photographed, that one uh, still uh, is strong in my view. Yes, yes. And th- there's a certain mysticism which surrounds people like Nelson Mandela once they've died. And and I think perhaps that's the period we've entered in trying to understand him and, and uh, make sense of his choices. How do you think your exhibition is going to help us to understand aspects of him we might not have been able to comprehend before? Um. Mandela's childhood has not been properly documented. My aim was not to tell uh, the story that is already known about the man. I wanted to go backwards so that I can be able to 
place uh, his childhood in order to also help like the younger generation who have had no opportunity to meet the the uh, the old man. So it is very important that you know this body of work can be seen as a, a, a work that will inspire and also teach uh, the younger people you know where Matiba came from. Lovely speaking to you, Bonila Bam. All the best for your exhibition. Bonila Bam's exhibition entitled Mandela's Roots Revisited launches on the 27th of August at the University of Johannesburg's Kingsway Library. The guest speaker will be a renowned writer and poet, Mandla Langa.